0: Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. Boy, do we have stuff to talk about. I mean, the way I want to do this video is I'm going to talk about all the news, the Harden stuff, the Joe Harris injury. We'll do that first. Then I'm going to watch the Nets jazz game, which starts in about 40 minutes from now, and then react to that after. So if you want the jazz reaction, that's going to be in the end of the video. But all the news reaction, that'll start right now. So hopefully you guys enjoy this video, and let's get into it. So I've said this before. As a Brooklyn Nets fan, New Jersey Nets fan, You always expect things to go wrong. You can have a great roster, a great team. You can be NBA Finals favorites and something is going to go wrong for this Nets team. I've been a Nets fan, watched every game since about the 05-06 season and you just think back to like since those times everything that has gone wrong for this team just always does you know Jason Kidd starts to have a knee injury demands a trade eventually the team goes 12 and 70 12 and 70 in a season ends with the third pick in the draft it should have been the first of course but the lottery gave us the third pick not the first pick missed out on John Wall had to settle for Derek Favors they trade for Darren Williams, top two point guard in the NBA at the time. Darren Williams turns into garbage a year and a half later. They trade for Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. They fall off a cliff. Brooke Lopez breaks his foot that same season. Even fast forward to last year, the Nets acquired James Harden. You know, even the, the summer before that, they, they signed Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Of course, Durant's coming off the injury, but they have those two guys. They start last year with just Durant and Irving. Kyrie Irving goes like this little vacation thing doesn't tell the Nets where he's at they trade for James Harden the Nets are by far NBA Finals favorites last year we go into the playoffs the Nets beat the crap out of the Boston Celtics in five games and it was looking like it was a not a no doubt but the Nets were in just a perfect position where if they stayed healthy they would have been NBA Finals favorites by a lot according to the odds they were like a minus 140 or something to win the NBA Finals And then first game of the Bucs series, James Harden, hamstring issue. It's like, okay, it's fine. The Nets won the first two games of the series very easily, I must say. They go to Milwaukee, lose a tough game three. Then this was kind of the breaking point or the turning point, I should say, in in Brooklyn Nets history, possibly, if this James Harden trade does go down uh, in the upcoming week here with the Sixers. But... Kyrie Irving comes down, turns his ankle on Giannis, right? That happens in Game 4 last year. Bucks tie up the Series 2, too. James Harden comes back, Grade 2 hamstring strain, tries to play on it, right? The Nets win Game 5 miraculously somehow. They lose in Game 6 at Milwaukee. Game 7 against Milwaukee last year. They go to overtime. Durant hits the big shot, toes on the line. They lose in overtime. And that really felt like, as a Brooklyn Nets fan, the most defeating feeling that I can ever feel for anything. Like, Maybe if the Giants like lost in the Super Bowl, it'd probably be worse than that, obviously, but like for the Nets and as a Nets fan at least, like that was a rock bottom moment for me because I know that if the Nets were somehow able to advance and play the Atlanta Hawks in the next round, the conference finals, I would have liked the next the Nets chances there in that uh conference finals, right? Then you play the Suns, who knows what would happen there, right? But at the same time, they were so freaking close, and last year just felt like the year. Jeff Green was playing well. Blake Griffin was making threes last year. It just, everything, just the stars were aligning, and then, of course, injuries happened. Two of the three stars get hurt, changed the entire series. Durant was asked to carry the entire team, and it didn't happen, and... We go into this offseason knowing that we are this close, you know, need to get some new guys, right? Jeff Green leaves him free agency which sucked, but we were hoping we could replace him with a Paul Millsap-type guy and some other veterans, and it did not work out. Paul Millsap has been a shell of his former self this year, has been out of the rotation. Guys like James Johnson have not worked out that great, of course, so... The Nets did not have a great free agency. Now, the draft, they hit on their draft picks. You know, Cam Thomas and Daron Sharp, Kessler Edwards especially, are looking like good draft picks. Those are young guys, year one, you know, 19, 20-year-old guys. But the veterans they signed in free agency, it did not work out. Even bringing back Blake Griffin, which seemed like a no-brainer, he has not played nearly as well as he has last year. Blake's been much better the past two games, but Blake Griffin on the season has not been that great and sometimes has had some coaches' uh, DMPs. LaMarcus Aldridge he's had great games this year but we know his limitations as a defender at this point in his career but really we came into this year with such high expectations as Nets fans and we really thought that like this could be the year right last year was a tough year we had the tough loss injuries happen we get it this was the year where things were going to finally go right hopefully and we would get to the finals and hopefully win the damn thing right and during this season before the season starts there's the New York vaccine mandate we thought Kyrie Irving was going to get vaccinated. I'm pretty sure he said he was going to. Never showed up to his appointment. He ends up getting, you know, not vaccinated at all. And he has to sit out all the home games based on the New York mandate with the vaccine. Kevin Durant, a few weeks ago, goes down with the MCL sprain. And then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks later, some rumors start happening. James Harden has been unhappy in Brooklyn. Not happy about Kyrie's vaccination thing. And not happy about the injuries and the availability of some guys, right? So we're thinking, okay, well, James Harden, maybe after this season, he might get traded, right? Because it's like a contract year. He has a player option after this year. We're thinking maybe James Harden in the summer of 2022, maybe gets traded, right? But now, today, a report comes out from Sham Sharania saying that, sources. The Philadelphia 76ers are expected to pursue Brooklyn's James Harden ahead of the NBA trade deadline Thursday, and the Nets are now open to discussing a deal. So before, it seemed like the Nets were not interested in discussing James Harden's, you know, availability for a trade until the offseason, but now apparently the Nets are all of a sudden kind of interested in discussing a James Harden deal in season, like happening in the next week. Now, do I think James Harden gets traded? I still lean no. Well, Let me rephrase that. Do I think it gets traded this, you know, in the upcoming week? No, I don't think so. I lean 60-40 that James Harden is still a net post-trade deadline, but I could be wrong. It seems very real at this point, right? There was a lot that's happened here for the Nets the past couple weeks. They're on a six-game losing streak right now. I think I saw a stat somewhere that no team that's ever been on a five-game losing streak has won the NBA Finals, so the Nets have their backs against the wall there if they want to get it done this year. But anyway, Harden has a hamstring injury, you know, it's like a rest day type thing. His hand hurts, he missed a game there as well. And then, of course, he played, I didn't make a reaction to this game because it was so late, I was so tired, but the Sacramento Kings game where the Nets were supposed to win that game, they were on a big losing streak, Sacramento is an awful team, De'Aaron Fox was out, and that was a game the Nets were up about, you know, 12, 14 points, at most points during that game, the Nets had control against Sacramento, but James Harden individually played I would say, has to be his worst game as a Brooklyn Net. Maybe the worst game of his career. Like, it was that bad. James Harden had a four-point performance on two of 11 shooting, had about five or six turnovers, looked so disinterested, on defense. I've never seen a player perform like that before. Like it, it was disgusting. And James Harden was clearly just going through the motions and didn't really care. The Nets, on this five-game road trip against four really good teams, that was the game against the Kings they had to get. And James Harden completely crapped the bed and did not show up for that game whatsoever. Kyrie Irving had an off-shooting night, but at least he gives effort. I appreciate Kyrie for that. James Harden, on the other hand, did not give a damn whether the Nets won that game. So you can tell based on his body language and just the way he's been playing in some of these games that maybe he has checked out by now. We've seen this before with James Harden. He forced his way out of Houston just a year and a half, not even a year and a half ago, a year and a month ago. Um, so we've seen this act before from James Harden. Now my question to James Harden is this. If you do get traded to the 76ers, yes, you're back with Daryl Morey, a guy you have a great connection with, the GM over there. But do the Sixers give you, James Harden, the best chance to win a championship? Because that's what James Harden is That's all he's playing for right now. He has the MVP, the scoring titles, all the accomplishments, all-star appearances. He has all that. The only thing that's really missing from James Harden's resume is an NBA championship. So does going to the 76ers, does that improve your chances? Because I have a hard time believing that. Because hypothetically, if James Harden were traded to the 76ers tomorrow, who are the Nets getting back? They're probably getting Ben Simmons back, of course, who has not played this year, obviously. They might get Danny Green or Tobias Harris, one of those guys. They might get a Tyrese Maxey, a Thibault. Like, they're going to take back valuable assets from the Sixers as it is. Then you're going to have Joel Embiid, James Harden. You're going to take a hit with your role players. Maybe even Seth Curry. I forgot to mention him. Seth Curry could be a part of that package as well if that trade were to happen. So basically Harden going to the Sixers via trade is going to take some of the assets away from the Sixers and make their team worse so yes you're gaining a James Harden who is still a good NBA player he's not a superstar anymore in my opinion at least he's had some games where he's looked like it but some games where he's looked horrible so James Harden's an inconsistent really good player right now in my opinion so I don't put him in the top five top ten anymore he has you know he's not been that so far in my opinion he's had his games but not Consistently. So if you're James Harden, you go to the 76ers, the Nets get Simmons plus two other guys back that are valuable role players. How does that like how does that help your chances of winning a championship? Like I know Joel Embiid is playing at an MVP level. He is like the most dominant player in the NBA right now this season, right? We've seen that. But Joel Embiid, as I've said before in the past, has really had You know, he's had durability issues. He's been out before. It's not like Joel Embiid has been like this super durable guy and plays 80-plus games a year. No, he's had injuries in the past. And then you put a declining James Harden on that Sixers team and ask him to just carry that with Joel Embiid. I I don't know. It just does not seem like it's going to help his chances. Now... As a Brooklyn Nets fan, I just want to win a damn title. I don't care if Harden's on the team. I don't care if Simmons is on the team. I don't care if Danny Green's on the team. I just want to win an NBA championship as a Brooklyn Nets fan. I don't care if it's James Harden. I'm not in this for the players. I'm in this for the team. There are certain guys I like more than others, of course. I love Kyrie Irving not a big Bruce Brown guy anymore. Like We get that, right? There are certain players we like more than others. But at the end of the day, I just want to see a Brooklyn Nets championship in my lifetime, right? That's all I want to see. And this team has the core to do it. When you have Kevin Durant sign an extension and he's here for the next four or five years now, you have Kyrie Irving as talented as he is only playing half the games. I personally believe the best chance for the Nets to win the finals um, this year is having James Harden on the roster. We don't know what Ben Simmons looks like. Like, I'm assuming Ben Simmons is staying in shape, but we don't know that, right? I'm pretty sure Ben Simmons, it was announced he got vaccinated a couple weeks ago. So maybe that's a bit of a clue, but um, at least he has that, right? So... I don't know. I just don't really, I find it hard to believe that James Harden going to Philadelphia right now gives him a better chance of winning the finals. So I don't know. I don't know what is going through his mind. I'm sure James Harden's frustrated and I'm definitely agreeing with him that he has every right to be frustrated, right? I try to be fair because when Kyrie signed here in 2019, there was no COVID, there was no mandates. So it kind of came out of nowhere. Of course, no one expected a world pandemic at at that point in time. So I try to be fair to everybody. Of course, Kevin Durant going down for six to eight weeks with the mcl sprain that sucks and now when the nets play these home games which there have been more road games than home games lately for the nets at least when they do play these home games we saw it versus the uh lakers and the nuggets james harden has a lot to carry and i don't think i don't think harden played in that nuggets game so harden's had one game at home since kevin durant's been out and it's that happened like three weeks ago so Harden has not endured playing these home games without KD at just one time. And in that one game, Harden played very well. He had like a 33-point triple-double against the Lakers where the Nets lost that game. But at the same time, I get where James Harden's coming from. It's frustrating. I get it. But he has to be more of a forward thinker here, right? You're assuming Kevin Durant's going to come back at some point. The Nets will make some type of trade to improve their roster. They need a 3 and D guy. They need like a natural center potentially. The Nets will make a move or two to help this roster and make it better right now because the Nets have to realize this team needs work. This is not an elite team right now will they be, uh, can they be when the big three comes back? Yes, but right now, the Nets are not a good team. I have to be honest. They They have not been a good team the past six, seven, eight games, whatever it's been. They have not been good, especially since Kevin Durant's been out, obviously. And even when KD was playing, Yes, the Nets were in the first seed, second seed most of the season, but they had a lot of very close games against not-so-good competition. So the Nets were never, like, a dominant team. The only time I felt the Nets were really dominant this year was that win at Chicago a few weeks ago when the Big Three played, I think, their first game together, and they won that game, like, 35 points on the road at Chicago, who was the one seed at that time. So that was the one time I felt like, okay, the Nets are back, they're dominant, like, this Big Three is so hard to beat when they're together. And it's true, like, when the Nets Big Three... Has played together. They have been so freaking dominant offensively, especially. But they have destroyed people. I think they they have sixteen games together, and they're either thirteen and three or twelve and four in that time. Like they have been so good together. So for the people that want to say, "Oh, of course, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden didn't work out. Of course, that was going to happen." Like, yes, okay, you're kind of right, but you're also very wrong because when those because the concern was that James Harden was too much of a ball dominant guy and wanted to take too many shots. That part was wrong because when James Harden came to Brooklyn, he became more of a pass-first guy, which was unlike him in Houston. Yes, he was a great passer in Houston, but he had to score a lot more because he did not have a Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving playing next to him. So when James Harden got to Brooklyn, he was more of a pass-first guy. So for those people that were like, oh, it's never going to work out. There's only one basketball, right? Only one ball. How's that going to work? Um, when that happened, like they were wrong. Cause when those, when the big three played together in Brooklyn, they were a fantastic team, a dominant team. So for those people to kind of take a victory lap because of that, like you're wrong that the nets, the big three worked for the Brooklyn nets. The problem was injuries, um, vaccine mandates and setbacks, like all that crap got in the way. If, there, if there were no injuries in the world and everyone was healthy at all times, the Brooklyn Nets would have been a dominant team had the big three played together. Like, that would have been a thing. So for people to sit back and be like, huh, I knew it was never going to work. Like, no, like, you're not right. Like, the big three was a great team together. There were just so many variables that got in the way and destroyed the chances of them being a great team. I think the Nets right now are 29 and 22, probably be 23 after tonight. But... They have been a struggling team this year because they have not had a full squad. The Big 3 has played together in two games this year. They are 2-0 in those games. The first game was at Indiana. That was Kyrie's first game. The second one was the at Chicago game where they killed the Bulls on the road. So I'm just saying, when the Nets Big 3 plays together, they are tremendous and I think the toughest team to beat in the NBA. The problem is they never play together. It's been a year, basically a full calendar year, a month so we're talking 13 months these guys have been together and they played in 16 games together that's like you just can't have that because as i've said in the past when you're paying three guys on your roster that much money in a salary cap league you need those three guys to be available because the nets bench now and role players are not as great because they can't pay that many guys that much money. Like Joe Cy, the Nets owner is already paying a bunch of money for the luxury tax. And the Nets are over that, right? So he's already paying a bunch of extra money. We have Joe Harris on a big contract. Patty Mills makes a decent amount of money. Like there's guys that make money on this team, of course, but outside of the big three, it's tough to pay many more guys to come over here and help because you know, it's a salary cap league so once that Kevin Durant injured once Kyrie Irving can only play half the games it's like oh crap we have one guy and decent role players like that's that's the situation we're in right now so it's unfortunate and a lot of it's out of the Nets control but as for James Harden look at this point if he don't want to be here then it is what it is it's that's part of James Harden's career I the guy is not one for a reason right let's be honest like James Harden had Dwight Howard next to him. That didn't work out. He had Chris Paul next to him. He got him out of town. Then it was Russell Westbrook and they traded assets for him. That didn't work out for a season. Then he forces his way out of Houston, wants to play in Brooklyn, and then decides like a year later, nah, I don't want to be here no more. Like that's... It's ridiculous. Like, that's kind of how James Harden's been. Like, he's a he's a great NBA player, one of the best of all time, right? I mean, he's one of the best scorers of all time. Let's be honest. All-around player, maybe not so much. But just scoring the basketball and just being talented, James Harden's one of the better basketball players of all time, right? There's no denying that. But the guy has made career moves and has done things throughout his career where he's kind of his own worst enemy. Not taking care of his body, going to the club when he probably shouldn't be going to the club. Like, that type of stuff, that's on you. Like, I can't really sit here and defend that stuff. So... Is it James Harden's fault that Kyrie's playing half the games and Kevin Durant's out? No, but there are things throughout James Harden's career where he's his own worst enemy. I'm sitting here trying to warm up to the idea of a Ben Simmons trade. And like, I don't like Ben Simmons. I don't. I really don't like Ben Simmons. Ever since that Nets Sixers series uh, back when... Uh, D'Angelo Russell was here it was D'Lo and Jared Allen Karis LeVert that team Joe Harris and you know I just hated Ben Simmons ever since that series especially Joel Embiid because I remember Embiid like elbowed Jared Allen on the face and started laughing about it I was like you know F this guy but anyway for Ben Simmons I mean look I think, realistically, if Ben Simmons was a Brooklyn Net, I think it would be a good fit. I'm not going to lie. Because I think the Nets would be such a more fast-paced team because Ben Simmons loves to run the break. He's a really good passer. He can't shoot for shit. We know that. But he's a good defender. Like, if the Nets had a perimeter defender like a Ben Simmons and a healthy Nick Claxton out there as well at the same time, that's a scary defensive duo right there. Like, those guys can switch on anybody. So... There is upside to it. I'm not sitting here saying that Ben Simmons is better than James Harden. I don't think that. But if they got Ben Simmons plus you know um, Maxi and Danny Green, let's call it like that's a decent haul. Obviously, looking at it right now, the Houston Rockets won the trade. Right. That's that's how it looks right now. Unless the Nets somehow won the finals. Right. The Houston Rockets won that trade by a mile. That's how it looks right now. So I don't think the Nets are ever going to get a fair return for what they had to trade for James Harden. And that's already lost that trade. They have to trade James Harden now if they want to for, you know, 75 cents on the dollar. Like, they're not gonna get the the same type of return that the Houston Rockets got for James Harden 13 months ago. It's not happening. So that kind of sucks, but I, I get it because James Harden right now is... 32, 33, 32, I think it is, years old. And he has been declining, not taking care of his body. He's been way too inconsistent. And the last couple of years has been injured. Like, you know, James Harden, one of the most appealing things about James Harden was that the guy played 75 plus games every year, plus the playoffs. Like, James Harden was crazy durable when he played for the Rockets. Then he gets to the Nets out of shape, hurts his hamstring three times last year, and then this year has the hand injury, you know, coming back from the hamstring, now has another hamstring injury again. Like, it's just a bunch of crap over and over again. So the James Harden being very durable thing is not even happening anymore. So Harden at this point is kind of damaged goods. Like, we have to be honest. He's not the same guy we traded for a year ago. James Harden has looked at much differently than he was in Houston because Harden has been way too inconsistent this year. He's shown flashes. He's had games where he's looked like vintage James Harden, but we're not getting that on a night in, night night out basis. And now if this happens, if James Harden was traded, this is now the second team he's quit on in like 14 months. It's not a good look. So there, there's a problem there. I, I don't think the Nets will get near what they had to trade for James Harden. That's, that's the, uh, that's the sad part about being a Nets fan. Like We're not going to get anything close to what we had to trade for James Harden if we trade him a year later. So that's just how it is. So that's my thoughts on James Harden. I'm 60-40, he stays, but I do think anything's possible. Like I said last week that I'd be astonished if he was traded at the deadline. I would not be astonished anymore. That has changed by now. Um, It'd still be a bit surprising because the Nets traded for him literally a year ago, but... Just based on these reports, how checked out Harden seems these like fake injuries are making up to keep him out of games. Like he's not playing tonight. Like something's going on here. So I don't know. It it still would surprise me in a way, but it, it would not be as shocking as it once seemed like a week ago. So on to Joe Harris now. So Joe Harris's agent said that he might need a second procedure on his ankle that he hurt back in what? Like November? It was a long time ago. The quote was that this procedure would fix the ankle once and for good. Is that even a thing? I thought it was once and for all. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, Joe Harris might need a second procedure, whatever the hell that means, but that's not good either. Now, Joe Harris has said he's confident he'll be able to return this year regardless, but at the same time, it's concerning. And Joe Harris is one of those names that could be in there for trade talks here in the next week. And we did see news that the Nets are holding off a decision on Joe Harris's ankle for another two weeks, which is pretty weird timing because of the trade deadline so are the nets waiting to see if joe harris will be traded before deciding if he wants surgery because if he is traded he might just opt to get surgery but if joe harris is not traded they may like just take him back at you know 90 and say all right just play it for us and let's see how it goes let's let's try and win a title here so the nets are just waiting two weeks to see if joe harris should get this second procedure done and I think a lot of that has to do with the potential of him being traded. It definitely seems possible. Joe Harris right now has a $17.3 million cap hit, so Joe Harris can be traded for a decent player, right? You can get a good player in return for that type of money. The Nets have a couple of trade exceptions from the DeAndre Jordan trade and something else. I forget what it is now, but the Nets have a couple of trade exceptions, one for like $11 million, the other is like $5 million, so... If the Nets can package Joe Harris and some young player, Nick Claxton, and get themselves a very good role player or something like that, that's a possibility. And I do think Joe Harris, um, I, I do think he does come back this year. Like I, I don't know that for a fact, but just based on what like actual doctors are saying about the situation they would be surprised if Joe Harris is out the rest of the year. So I'm choosing to believe and hoping that Joe Harris does return this year. We've seen how big of a difference he makes for this Nets team, how when Joe Harris was healthy, the Nets were a top five three-point shooting team. And then there was a point when Joe Harris was out where the Nets were ranked 29th in the NBA in three-point shooting. So he is so vital to this offense, obviously. Joe Harris is not the best defender. He'll give effort, but he's not the best at it. But the way he can space the floor and knock down three-pointers at 43, 45, you know, 47% clips, it's it's definitely tough to find that. So Joe Harris is a very important player for this team. And I do wanna see him back. Like, I miss that guy very much. Yes, he may have lost us the Bucks series last year it wasn't all his fault but he played like crap but I do want the guy back I I do think Joe Harris is a guy that we didn't really realize how important he was until he was gone so I want him back and I don't know how much more serious his injury is but uh, apparently it didn't heal right or something still um you know irritating it I don't know there might be another small procedure to be done here and we'll see but I do also think there's a possibility that Joe Harris is traded if the Nets get the right offer for him so we'll see how that goes but that's pretty much it for the Harris news I just want him back as soon as possible if he's traded for it because I love Joe Harris right so I don't want him to be traded but if the Nets can trade Joe Harris for a guy that can help us win right now I might want to make that move. Like, I I definitely love Joe. I don't want to see him leave. He's one one of the last OG Nets left on this team back from 2016. So it'd be tough to see him go. But as I said, I'm a Nets fan. Like, I'm here for the team, not the players. I want to win a finals, you know, right now, like as soon as possible. So if trading Joe Harris is best for the Nets, then you know what? That's how it's got to be. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm going to cut it off now. I'm going to react to the Jazz game once that's over. It's 845 right now. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the Harden rant and the Joe Harris news update and all that but uh we'll talk about the Jazz game in a bit here so the fourth quarter starting up but uh the game's over the Nets are down 73 to 105 entering the fourth quarter and unless they make a amazing comeback it's just not happening tonight so yeah the the Jazz win the Nets lose what their seventh straight now I think seventh straight it's about to be eight straight when they play the Nuggets on Sunday um Yeah, nothing's good right now. It's just everything is, uh, nothing's going right, and it's just like that meme of, like, you know, this is fine with, like, the dog and the house is burning down. It's kind of like that right now. James Harden was not on the Nets bench tonight, which is interesting because last time he was out, he was on the bench, so take that for what you will. Apparently, he was in the back getting treatment, is what they called it, but I doubt that it honestly would not shock me if James Harden returned to Brooklyn at some point tomorrow or even tonight because I just don't see him playing Sunday at this point I don't know I don't know it's just weird to think that Harden's Nets career might be over and that pitiful performance versus the Kings may have been his last game as a Brooklyn Net but it's very possible and at this point I'm not even sure if James Harden will be a Net Ever again. Like, I don't know. Will we see Harden be a net at any point in the future? I don't know. Um, Nick Claxton did not start the second half, and we're like, okay, that's interesting. Blake Griffin got the start over Nick Claxton, and then it came out that Nick Claxton had hamstring tightness once again. So he'll be out for, I don't know, at least a couple games, I would assume. Nick Claxton's always hurt. No surprise there. Um, At this point, I just don't know what to do. I really don't. Kyrie Irving's had a rough couple games here, shooting wise. I mean, he looks good with the eye test, but just. His shots been off the last couple of games. The Kings game and now this one, he has not played that well. James Johnson's horrendous. He started out like 0 for 8. He had seven shots in the first like three minutes. Like I don't know why that guy's shooting so much. Bruce Brown missed another wide open layup. So that's typical Bruce Brown at this point. Blake Griffin played well. I think he played pretty well for the most part. He can't make a shot for his life, but I just love how that guy will take charges and lay out for the ball on the ground. So he can play for my team any day. But Nobody looked that great. I mean, Cam Thomas started out well, had a really good first quarter. We'll see how he plays here in garbage time coming up. But, yeah, I mean, no one really had a great game today. Daron Sharp actually had a pretty nice game when he was in there. Didn't play a ton of minutes, a lot in the third quarter. Had an awesome block. Someone went for a dunk, and he blocked it off the backboard. So that was great to see. But it's just an unwatchable group of guys right now. This Nets team stinks. Oh, and backwards dunk by Benbury on a fast break. All right, well, I mean – I guess maybe we'll make a little fourth quarter run here with the non-starters in it for the Jazz, but still. It's a very unwatchable group of guys right now. So right as I stopped recording in the first, you know, first half of the video, we'll call it, um, I saw a report that Tyrese Maxey would not be made available in a James Harden trade. I don't know how much I believe that stuff, but if it's true it makes the the return for james harden less appealing because max is the second year guy having like a breakout season the guard and that's need a guard because if kyrie Irving can't play home games you need somebody so um if he's not in the deal it would not really uh appeal to me too much i mean you can work around that i guess you can maybe ask for simmons tobias harris and like seth curry and maybe ask for some draft picks but that's still not it's not doing it for me to the level of Tyrese Maxey. That's the guy I really wants if we were to make a uh, you know, Harden to Sixers trade. And it's not like I want Ben Simmons. I told you guys, I'm not the biggest Ben Simmons guy. But at the same time, like if you're going to trade James Harden and you have to and he has quit on this team, which it kind of looks like he has, um, you got to get somebody for him. And, and uh, Ben Simmons is 25, I think, 26 maybe at most. And he's still a young guy. And I guess, what, a top 40, 30 player in the league when he's out there playing, you know what I mean? So I, I guess you could do worse, but now the score is now it's 111 to 80, oh my God. But yeah, I mean, Ben Simmons is not a guy like I am dying to have, but I guess he's better than getting nobody, you know what I mean? So if the Nets are forced to trade James Harden, maybe it's a blessing in disguise, I don't know, because I always, I always wanted this big three to work out. It always felt like it was meant to be in a way, but James Harden now gonna be 33 next year, going to be paid like 50-60 million dollars per year next year. He's already declining as a player, doesn't take care of his body. He's a quitter from what we've seen already. Um, you know, I, I give James Harden a lot of credit last year for coming back and playing with the hamstring issue, but it's clear now that it seems like he's quitting on this team. He doesn't want to be a part of the situation. He does not think this Nets team right now is good enough to win a championship. And maybe he's right. I don't, you know, right now as a Nets fan, I have no clue how the Nets are the number one team for NBA Finals odds. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I would pick the Warriors, the Suns, any day over us right now, probably some other teams. So I don't get that, of course. I'm still hopeful the Nets can win a championship, but right now, at least on this day, it does not look likely at all, especially if James Harden was traded for Ben Simmons and some other guys, and Simmons has not touched the floor this year. So that's concerning. It just seems like everything that can go wrong right now for the Nets is going wrong, and I just don't know how they fix it. Like, they can make a trade, you know, a hardened trade. They can trade Joe Harris for somebody else and try to just make a run at this because, you know, as I said, having Kevin Durant under contract is the biggest thing. They have him for a few more years, but how many years of high level basketball does Kevin Durant have? Like, the Nets have to go all out the next two, three, four years, as long as Kevin Durant's here, to try and get a ring because once Kevin Durant's gone, I mean, that that was your best chance at having it. You know, Kevin Durant is the best player in Nets history. Like, let's be honest. So, they have to find a way to put a team around him, and I hope that Sean Marks does it. I still trust Sean Marks, and there are people, there will be revisionist history saying that the James Harden trade is like the worst trade of all time, and like, sure, maybe there's some truth to that. I mean, nothing beats the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett trade, but the James Harden trade looks god-awful right now. Uh, there's the stats, actually. Kyrie is 6 of 20 tonight. Wow, yeah, not, not a good shooting night. But yeah, right now, it looks like the James Harden trade is one of the worst of all time, but... I don't really blame Sean Marks for making that move at the time because you looked at the Nets roster, Kyrie Irving was on his hiatus, he was at his sister's birthday party, he left the Nets for a couple weeks, and they tried to get another star in there to, you know, help Kevin Durant, and at the time, James Harden was a very durable guy, top 10 player in the NBA, and he played with Kevin Durant back in OKC, so it made all the sense in the world, and now based on how things have played out with the mandates and the injuries, the James Harden trade looks like it was the worst move ever. And ironically tonight, um, Jared Allen had a 29 point 22 rebound game. Apparently Karis Levert had a great game as well. It's just like everything is going wrong for the Nets today. This, this day here, of uh, February 4th, 2022 will not go down as a good day in Nets history. So, um, yeah, I just don't want to go back and be, like, a hypocrite about it and, and use hindsight as my reason for why the James Harden trade was terrible. Like, I think you make the James Harden trade, you know, nine times out of ten in that situation. Like, the Nets had a championship roster. They had the role players. They had Joe Harris. They had Shamit. They had not Blake Griffin at the time. They He was, he was on a buyout. But, like, they had good role players, Jeff Green in Brooklyn at the time last year. So, like, to sacrifice Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Prince. You don't want to do those things, but to get a guy like James Harden, who, as long as he was in shape and stayed healthy, was going to be a top 10 player in the NBA for the next few years. And the Nets had not like a small championship window, but like I would say a three, four, five year window with the, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving window, because once again, Kevin Durant, He's now 33, I believe. How much longer does he play at a very high level? He's still playing at a tremendously high level, but he can't stay healthy. He's had hamstring issues the past, you know, couple years, and has the uh, the knee injury now. So there's been injuries with Kevin Durant, but when he's out there, he's clearly one of the two best players in the NBA in the world right now. So. The Nets have to take advantage of this Kevin Durant window, and even if it's part-time Kyrie Irving, they have to find a way to put a good enough team out there. And as I said earlier, I think James Harden staying gives the Nets the best chance of winning a title this year, but it just seems at this point that James Harden has just quit on the Brooklyn Nets, and that's just how it is. So if you don't want to be here, then whatever, you know, F him, whatever he wants, you know, fine. But I I hope Sean Marks does realize that he has the leverage. The Sixers are the ones that really want James Harden. So I do hope Sean Marks takes advantage of that and gets the best possible return for James Harden because You know, I I don't know how much longer James Harden's going to be looked at as a very valuable asset in the NBA. Like, I do think his name and reputation has taken a hit the past couple years, number one, because he's quit on two franchises in the span of a year and a half, and number two, because of his declining play, and number three, because of his injuries in recent years. Like, James Harden is not as appealing as he was a year and a half ago. That's just the truth of the matter. So I hope the Nets can still get a good return for James Harden. Of course, the Nets' salary cap right now is not in a good spot. So you're getting Ben Simmons back, who makes a lot of money, you know, I think Danny Green makes a good amount of money still. Um, you know, Tyrese Maxey's gonna be on a cheap deal, of course. So, like, I don't know who you're gonna get, how many picks you're gonna get, all that crap. But it just depends on the return. And I still want to make that Brooklyn Nets trade idea video. I'll probably you know drop that on like maybe Sunday because I had the graphics pretty much made up here, but a lot has changed now since James Harden looks like he may legitimately be out um, of the Brooklyn Nets. So we'll see how that goes, but. There will be more stuff coming out in the coming days, and I will make more updates and give my reactions, of course, but it just seems like nothing is going right right now. The Nets are basically in the playing game right now in the playoff standings. They are just not in a good spot. You know, we were in first place like two weeks ago, it felt like, right? So it's just crazy how quickly things happened, and, you know, Kevin Durant can't come back soon enough. Same thing for Joe Harris. Those guys got to get back ASAP, and, um, you know, assuming James Harden is traded, they have to find a way to get the best possible pieces to still help them compete for a title this season. So as a Nets fan, I don't want to like lose all my hope for winning a championship this year, but I do realize that the nets should not have the best odds to win it right now and it's just a very difficult task like keeping everyone healthy does kyrie get to play home games when april comes around all those type of things like there's a lot of factors here so we'll see what happens it's just been a disappointing day like i, I was at dinner when i got the news and i was kind of just like in a bad mood since then i was just kind of like deflated on not a bad mood i was just kind of like disappointed cuz i'm like damn like this big 3 is only going to play 16 games together. You know, it's like that was not what we had envisioned when the trade was made. And um, it's pretty sad. So anyway, hopefully they find the best possible outcome here. And um, I can't say I'm surprised Harden kind of quit on the Nets based on his history. But um, that's just how hard it is. When, when things get tough around him, he just tends to run away from it. So it is what it is. Like Kevin Durant is a guy that... When the Nets had like there was a situation this year where the Nets played somebody I forget who it was might have been the Sixers game the Nets had like seven active players and Durant was questionable with an injury and I think you need eight players to play in a game in the NBA so if Durant announced he was out the game would have been postponed but Kevin Durant decided to play in that game every everybody was out that game like James Harden was out Blake Griffin was out I believe Patty Mills was out like all the good players were out it was just basically kevin durant blake griffin and all like the 19 20 year old rookies and they played that game versus sixers and they won so kevin durant's the type of guy who looks for a solution and doesn't look to make excuses like a james harden those james harden all the time in press conferences will talk about oh, i'm still getting back to 100 from my hamstring or oh you know it's tough with guys out like james harden's always sitting there making excuses right And Kevin Durant's the type of guy who's looking for a solution. I like people like that. That's how I am. I hate people that always complain and try to, you know, talk about the problem. I'm always looking for a solution. So I love Kevin Durant's mindset, and we need more guys like that. You know, I'm not saying that James Harden's personality can never win a ring, but that's been the case so far. So I'm, I don't know. I just have no idea what to think anymore. It's disappointing. I'm looking at Claxton and street clothes now. So yeah, it's just a really shitty day for a Nets fan, but we'll find out what happens here in the coming weeks. A lot of, a lot of stuff should happen here in the next, in the next couple weeks, but I will make some reaction videos, of course, when that happens. Hope you guys enjoyed and I'll talk to you guys next time.